We're nurses and we love our profession, but our healthcare system is broken. 44 million Americans are without health coverage and those who have it still can't afford it. The current administration is trying to dismantle Social Security, Medicare, and the VA, and it seems there's no end in sight. But we're not here to complain, we're here to fix it. Welcome to Nurses Talk Healthcare in America. I'm Casey Hobbs. And I'm Shane Mason. Volatility associated with our current insurance system for small and mid-sized employers is untenable. It cannot continue. Our healthcare system here in the United States is eating the rest of the economy alive. The growth in healthcare spending over the last 10 years, if it would continue, is certainly unsustainable. For our company, we're feeling the extreme burdens of runaway cost in healthcare. We are spending over $2 million a year, well above 15% of payroll. That was Richard Masters, businessman and founder of Business for Medicare for All, speaking about the importance of a single-payer system to reduce the cost of doing business in America. For decades, a good job has been one that includes benefits, primarily health insurance. When most Americans worked for full-time for a single employer and health care costs were lower, well, that worked fine. But these days, the average American will have 12 jobs over the course of their lifetime. Less than half of Americans still receive health insurance from their employer, a significant decline over the past 20 years. Fewer employer-based insurance companies cover family members, and many policies no longer pay for thousands of dollars in annual health care costs. Despite those facts, during the recent Democratic presidential debates, moderators and even some of the candidates themselves implied workers who receive employer-based health insurance would be up in arms or completely opposed to a change. Is this true? Here with us today is Executive Director of Business for Medicare for All, Daniel Barlow. Daniel, it's great to have you with us today. It's great to be here. Thank you. And I just wanted to first of all say that the nurses have been such a vital part of the single-payer and Medicare for All movement for many years. And I just wanted to extend my appreciation and thanks to all the nurses out there who you know have been working on this issue and see firsthand every day why this is an important issue. Oh, thank you. Thanks for the kind words. Um, I guess the first question is, are American businesses looking to ditch the current health insurance system? Yeah, a lot of them are. Um, you know, right now we have a system where it's really unfair to businesses. You know, some businesses pay for employee health care, others don't. And so businesses are on unlevel playing field if, you know, they're doing the right thing and taking care of their employees and facing a big cost. You know, businesses want to focus on what they do best, and that's providing the services or making the goods or selling the goods. That's the foundation of their business. Health insurance is confusing, and it's a major administrative cost for businesses. So we believe at Businesses for Medicare for All that the business community could thrive and worker pay would go up if we had a a national health care program like Medicare for All. Well, Daniel, talk about the work Medicare for Business is doing and what impact do you hope it's going to have in transforming this current system? Yeah, you know, it's really interesting because I think for many years there's been kind of a one-size-fits-all trade association for businesses across the country. You know, it's usually been the Chamber of Commerce or the National Federation of Independent Businesses. And, you know, what we know is that these trade associations don't really represent um, small businesses, Main Street businesses, and they're really watching out for some of their big corporate members, uh, including, you know, the health insurance companies and the pharmaceutical industry. So Business for Medicare for All really wants to be a conduit for businesses across the country. You know, our goal is to have 10,000 business members by January 2021. 
We want to have a business supporting Medicare for all in every congressional district in the country. So we know that our folks in Washington, D.C. are hearing from the business community that, yes, Medicare for all is good for business. It's good for workers. It's good for our economy. So that's the work we're going to be doing over the next few years, and we're going to be making sure that the business community that recognizes that health insurance is growing out of control as a cost for them, that Medicare for all is the sustainable, fair solution. So can you give us an idea of what a small to mid-sized company pays in insurance costs for employees and what kind of coverage that provides? Sure. You know, it uh, it really varies, but generally right now, if a business is providing health insurance to their employee, they're paying probably about $6,000 a year for one individual. If it's a family plan, it's almost $20,000 a year. And also, you know, that cost is usually split between the employer and the employee. It wasn't that long ago that many employers paid 100% of their employees' um, premiums. That was a great benefit, but the costs have just risen so much that employers over the years have been pushing more and more of those costs onto their employees. So, you know, with a $6,000 cost, the employee might be paying $1,000 of that already. And that's even before they face, you know, copays and deductibles when they actually try to access care. I want to ask the audience a question, if you could raise your hand here. A show of hands of how many people get their insurance from work, private insurance right now. How many get it from private insurance? Okay, now of those, how many are willing to transition to what the senator says, a government-run system? And so what would the benefits to employees be with a single-payer system? Sure, huge. Uh, Imagine a world where your health insurance was not tied to your job, that if you were laid off, or you wanted to you know, follow the American dream and become an entrepreneur and start your own business, you would not have to worry about losing your health insurance. That would be huge. And you know, as you said in the introduction, we're working up to 12 different jobs over our careers. We're not staying with one or two companies for you know, uh, several decades anymore. It just doesn't make sense to have our health insurance tied to our job. So this would be a huge benefit for employees. Uh, additionally, you know, under plans like you know Senator Sanders and Elizabeth Warren have talked about with Medicare for All, the copays and deductibles that are built into the system that are creating real barriers. So even if you have health insurance, you can't access health care because there's more financial barriers in the way. That would all go away. Well, not only that, but if you consider Medicare for All and what that would do to emergency rooms all over this country. So if everybody was covered, we'd stop having to wait for people to get really, really sick and then go to an ER to be covered. Absolutely. And we, we know that's the most expensive care is going to the emergency room. Exactly. So in the Medicare for All debate, we really don't hear much about the staggering cost to employers. Why are so many employers not on this bandwagon of Medicare for All? You know, it's interesting. Uh, obviously, you know, Medicare for all in just the past few years has gone from kind of, you know, a fringe idea that uh, healthcare experts and others were talking about to a mainstream idea where in the Democratic Party field running for president, if you're not supportive, you have to explain why you're not supportive and you're on the defensive there. I think businesses are at the point now where the costs are so out of control that they're looking for solutions. They know what we've tried over the years, compounding on the private health insurance industry just simply is not working. So more and more businesses are realizing the system we have is unsustainable, it's unfair, it's hampering economic development, it's bad for public health. And uh, our opportunity here is to show them that Medicare for All can not only save them money, but it'll expand health care to all parts of our country. 
So in a Medicare for all scenario, would businesses still incur any cost? And do you think that it's appropriate for them to have some share of this? Absolutely. I think everyone has to pay their fair share. So if you're, you know, an individual, maybe it's an income tax, so it's based on your ability to pay, so no one's going bankrupt. If you are a company, I think it's reasonable to ask them to maybe pay a small payroll tax or some other form that's a replacement of what they're currently paying to the private health insurance companies. Many of the businesses I've talked to that they looked at the finances, uh, Medicare for All and single-payer plans, you know, they're paying 10, 15, 20% of their payroll right now for health insurance. Under many of these scenarios, they save a lot of money, and uh, that's going to be a real opportunity. And we have to make sure that workers in this uh, transformation see the benefit of that burden being lifted off the small and medium-sized business community in the form of increased wages. And maybe it would also help uh, companies hire people at full-time so that they could, yes. because so many people don't get hired at full time, so they don't get the benefits. And then they also go to using a lot of contractors so that they have to be providing their own insurance. So if we cover everybody straight across the board, we'll have better outcomes for all of us. I absolutely agree. And, you know, you look at some of the conversations happening around independent contractors and the gig economy. And, you know, we all know health insurance is like the most costly benefit that traditional employees likely get and gig economy workers don't get. If we had Medicare for all, that would really bridge that gap between, you know, traditional employees and the high tech firm and the emerging economies. So, Daniel, what's the most important message you'd like to share with our listeners? You know, people really need to get involved. So if you are a uh, business owner or a CEO or maybe an entrepreneur or a sole proprietor, go to our website, businessformedicareforall.org. You can uh, join there. It's free. um, And we will send you an email with a bunch of action items that you can follow up uh, to make your voice heard. Because we know that if businesses aren't talking about this issue, aren't talking about health care, Medicare for all, there's going to be another business group out there monopolizing that voice. And they'll probably have a much different message than supporting Medicare for all. So if you're a business owner, get involved with our organization. If you're a uh, you know regular citizen, there's lots of national organizations or even state-based organizations that get involved in the single-payer Medicare for all movement. We need people talking about this issue with their friends, with their neighbors, with the people running for president, and make sure that this is at the forefront of the reform list. Well, Daniel, I want to thank you for your good work here. We need all the help we can get on this March to Medicare for All, so I'm glad to have your support. Thank you. Thank you very much. We've been talking with Daniel Barlow, Executive Director of Business for Medicare for All. For more information about this topic, visit businessformedicareforall.org or nursetalksite.com. It's time for our business community to get involved in this healthcare reform debate. This is not an ideological issue. It's really about what is a prudent economic step for our society. It's a struggle for American businesses to create good jobs. Thanks for joining us for Nurses Talk Healthcare in America. Visit our website at nursetalksite.com or find us on Facebook, Twitter, iTunes, TuneIn, Pandora, the Tom Hartman Program, Progressive Voices, and all of our broadcasts and content partners. Stay healthy by being kind to yourself and others.